Week four is upon us. We are breaking down the Louisville Cardinals matchup with the Boston College Eagles. We'll talk about what's at stake for the Cardinals, keys to the game, and players to watch. With that being said, let's get right on into the show. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Today's episode brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. And as always, I want to personally thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the Locked On the Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. I apologize for not uh, really previewing this matchup as much as we have the first three matchups of the season, but I wanted to dedicate a full episode of the show uh, strictly discussing the upcoming matchup for the Louisville Cardinals against the Boston College Eagles in week four. We're going to talk about what's at stake versus the Eagles. We'll talk about keys to the game. And then to conclude the show, we'll discuss what we'll identify and discuss the players to watch for the Cardinals, one offensive player and one defensive player. So um, obviously if you have been paying attention to the show since the beginning of the season, and even if you were, a fan of the show last year, you know that we like to do these uh, what's at stake segments. I think that it allows um, you to understand the context of where Louisville season is, the situational aspects of this game, so on and so forth. It gives you a clearer picture of what Louisville is going into in terms of the matchup, what the storylines are, so on. And so forth. So this game against Boston College, we conclude the first first of three four-game slates of the year. If you remember preseason, we talked about why it was critical that Louisville won the first four games of the season. Because for a couple reasons. Number one, the next slate of games, pretty challenging. NC State on the road on Friday evening. You host um, Notre Dame, you're on the road at Pittsburgh, and then you host Duke. So, you know, that four-game schedule or four-game portion of the schedule definitely could um, determine the ceiling of this team. We continue to acknowledge that there were lofty expectations put on this specific team heading into the season. So to reach those expectations, obviously you can get hot in the middle of the year heading into the final portion of the schedule, but I felt like for Louisville to meet expectations, they would have to win the first four games because the Cardinals would be favored in the first four games. Now they've handled business in the first three. Granted, it hasn't been pretty at times. Uh, Beating Georgia Tech by five, beating Indiana by seven. The Murray State game is what it is. No disrespect to the racers, but That was a game Louisville was projected to win by over 40 points, and they did. But the Cardinals have yet to cover the spread in both of the other matchups against Georgia Tech and Indiana. They aren't the best teams in their conference, but I feel as if they are at least respectable opponents that you have to take seriously. Now, granted, I think that Louisville has looked better 
each and every week. They have improved certain aspects of the game. Obviously, the lack of consistency is something that has to definitely improve. But um, it's one of those things to where I think that it's far from a finished product, which is completely understandable. We're just at 25% of the way through the regular season. So there's a lot of urgency now, though, in week four to start putting those improvements um, into full effect because of the teams that you are going to be going up against beginning next week. Now, granted, I think a lot of people looked at this Boston College game after the first two weeks and it's like, okay, what was going to win that game pretty handily? And then week three happens to where Boston College is getting blown out to Florida State and then they start roaring back and cut the deficit to two after scoring 13 points in the fourth quarter, and Florida State hangs on to get the victory on the road. But it shows you that this Eagles team can definitely be legit. Boston College quarterback Thomas Castellanos had a fantastic performance. So that's something that we're going to talk about in the next segment. Um, But a lot of people are feeling a little bit more uneasy about this contest now because of Boston College's performance in Week 3. And I think that that is definitely to be expected. Now, granted, I'm not a huge fan of the ESPN analytics. So with Louisville being at 88 or projected to win, uh, 88.5% projected to win percentage, I, I just I'm not a big fan of um, the football power index because it – doesn't take a lot of context into consideration. and um, But, I mean, Vegas at least still thinks that Louisville should win this game by double digits. Uh, the largest line of the season thus far, the Cardinals are 14-point favorites over the Eagles on Saturday afternoon, 3.30 kickoff at LNN Cardinal Stadium. The over-under is 55.5, so it's expected that points are going to be scored. Um, if you want to get a better understanding of what this Boston College team brings to the table, I encourage you to check out the most recent episode of this show. It was a special Locked On crossover podcast with the Locked On Boston College host, A.J. Black. He did a great job of answering questions that I had in regards to what Louisville was to expect. Look, this has been historically the matchup since Louisville has joined the conference that it's so hard to predict against Boston College. There have been games throughout the past decade or so that Louisville, by all means, should have came out victorious and and ended up losing. There's games, vice versa, that Louisville should have lost, and they ended up winning. But it seems like Louisville either plays really good against Boston College or they play really bad. And um, the past two years, I think, sort of epitomized the Jekyll and Hyde situation because last year Wolva was a favorite in that game and it ended up being a shootout and they lost 34 to 33. Uh, the defense couldn't get off the field, uh, but you look the next year, obviously it was, um, or I'm sorry, the following year, it was a rainy game on October 23rd of 2021, but Wolva ended up winning the game by 14 points, doubling up Boston college, but hard to really draw parallels between different coaching staffs. I'm just trying to say that this is a matchup to where you really just never know what's going to happen. I think what's at stake for Louisville is it's the the same mantra that we've been talking about. It's handling business. When you're a double-digit favorite coming into a game, the reality is that there's not much to gain other than just winning. 
because if you win, then you get another notch in the win column, and that is what it all comes down to. I don't care how good you play. If you lose, you lose. Moral victories can only take you so far, especially if you're 14-point favorites. So I would say that there probably is no such thing as moral victories in this situation. But if you were to lose, um, I understand Boston College looked good last week at certain times, but it's still a game that you're favored by double digits. You should win. And if you lose, it, it kind of makes you wonder. Obviously, it it, it really – Depends on how you lose and by how many points that you lose by. But I think this is a matchup to where Boston College has gotten the respect of many Louisville fans to where if the Cardinals do win, it doesn't matter by how much as long as you win heading into week five. Obviously, fans would love to see this team get a double-digit victory for the first time um, against a Power 5 opponent. But um, to be honest, I think that this is a game sort of like weeks one, two, and three to where it's you're not going to gain much by winning other than winning, which is pretty significant in itself. But if you were to lose or you win by a small margin, then there's going to be more criticism. Um, the storyline for this team right now is can Louisville be consistent? That is the question that needs to be answered. And um, we saw it drastically in week three. We saw it um, in a small sample size in week one. If this team puts together a consistent performance, I, I don't think that they lose. But obviously, that is a big if. And um, to do that, I think that they need to accomplish these three keys to the game that we're going to talk about here momentarily after we talk about a couple of our sponsors, um, beginning with the title sponsor of the show, that is LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Create your profile with the uh, job on your page with the purple hashtag hiring frame um, to spread the word that you're hiring. You get simple tools at your disposal like screening questions that make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skill sets that you're prioritizing. Because look, hiring the right team member is critical to creating and upholding a positive impact on your business. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs Number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Also want to take this time to talk to you about our friends over at DoorDash. Do you need fresh groceries for the week but don't have the time to go to the store? Try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. You've trusted DoorDash over the past couple of years to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use the code Locked On College at checkout. Limited time offer terms apply. That's 50, 50% off up to $20. No minimal subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. 
Hey, Cardinal fans, just a reminder that as we continue through the college football season, Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on every Locked On College YouTube channel. College Football Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, while going in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team Every day, find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it. We talked about this team needing to stay consistent, and I honestly think that the number one key to the game for the Cardinals is to be consistent on both sides of the football for a full game. We saw week one against Georgia Tech. For the most part, Louisville had a solid performance outside of that dreadful second quarter that saw Georgia Tech score 28 points. Week two, hard to really complain about a victory there. And then week three, it seemed like the Cardinals were on their way to absolutely blowing out Indiana at halftime. 21-0 lead. The offense couldn't be stopped. Um, The defense was finding its own. Indiana recovers an onside kick to begin the second half, and all pandemonium breaks loose. Um, I think the defense struggled with, um, number one, not slipping on the turf in the Indiana backfield, but also struggling to defend the pass. Offense was finding a tough time um, defending the Indiana increased pass rush, finding a rhythm, so on and so forth. So that's been the main storyline as we head in to week four, um, another home game for Louisville against Boston College. The Eagles are one and two. I'm sorry, two and one on the season. Uh, they have been, I'm sorry, no, they are one and two. I, I do apologize. They lost to Northern Illinois in the season opener. They beat Holy Cross in overtime at home. Or I'm sorry, they beat Holy Cross in regulation. I am absolutely all over the place, and I do apologize. They lost to Northern Illinois in overtime, beat Holy Cross, and then lost to Florida State. I got the opponents mixed up. Um, by all means, Louisville should win this game. Um, Boston College, nothing statistically is going to jump off the page here. They haven't really scored a ton of points. They just broke 30 points barely against Holy Cross. Um, they're a team that likes to defeat themselves by being the most penalized team in the country. Uh, leading up to this week. So I found that very interesting. Shout out to AJ Black for that uh, piece of information. But I think staying consistent throughout, not uh, keeping Boston College in the game, making sure you start quickly and start effectively, continuing on along, not allowing Boston College to creep back in the game. It's been something that uh, the Eagles, throughout this season, at least one point in every game, they have trailed. So that's something to focus on is that Boston College is a team that seemingly through this young season is liking to work from behind. So um, that's something to focus on here um, is staying consistent on the offensive side of the ball. I think for me, it's a, it's establishing the run. Um, Louisville is one of the top five rushing teams in the country as of heading into week three. Um, They are averaging around. um, I mean, they're running the ball about 6.5 yards per attempt that equates to about 251 
6.7 yards per game, nine rushing touchdowns, so three rushing touchdowns per game so far. Um, like I said, Jawar Jordan has been one of the best running backs in the country when his number has been called. Maurice Turner and Isaac Garendo have been great as well. Um, rushing yards allowed, Boston College is almost allowing up to 200 rushing yards per game, 186 to be exact. Uh, I think that this is a game to where if Louisville scores a ton of points, I don't see them losing this game. I think that Boston College, with Castellanos being um, the player he was last week, could put some points up. But I do think that um, this is a matchup to where Louisville needs to set the tone at the line of scrimmage and establish the run because it's going to have a direct impact on the passing game. I think that it's going to open up some one-on-one opportunities with guys like Jamari Thrash, Kevin Coleman Jr., Amari Huggins-Bruce, allowing Jack Plummer to get comfortable with the reads because Boston College is focusing so much on rushing the football. And I think that that's sort of become an M.O. for this team. You know, that's sort of been the identity is it's a pro-style offense. But I almost feel like as good as the passing offense potential is, that this team's bread and butter is running the football and everything else plays off that. It is establishing their tempo at the line of scrimmage, being able to run the football and essentially getting defenses out of breath and uh, forcing them to, you know, defend all the way down the field. Louisville has been, has done a very good job of being able to sustain drives. They are one of the, actually the most efficient offense for a first year head coach in college football uh, this season. That includes teams like Colorado. That includes some other teams as well to focus on. So I'm very interested to see if Louisville can do what they've done through the first three games of the season, that is establishing the run, getting over five yards per carry, and you know, eliminating third and long situations and giving Jack Plummer some options to utilize his legs and scramble for the first down and just making it tough on defenses overall. Perhaps maybe the most important key for me comes on the defensive side of the ball. That is containing Thomas Castellanos. Um, Castellanos, the five foot ten Georgia from or five foot ten sophomore from Waycross, Georgia, um, last year was with Central Florida. Didn't get a ton of time um, for the Golden Knights last year. He played in five games. The Two that he appeared most in were Temple, where he went six for six, and then he played against Tulane in the bowl game, where he was two for eight. But he completed nine of 16 passes for 75 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. But obviously, the guy as of late for the Golden Eagles, or I'm sorry, for the Eagles in this game, um, this is his first start for the Eagles on the road. That is something to focus on here is can he handle – the pressure on the road that comes with playing a conference opponent at their place. So, I mean, this was obviously a breakout performance from him, 20 of 33, 305 yards, one touchdown to win an interception, but he had 16 carries for 95 yards and a touchdown. Um, All three games he's appeared in, he has had over 65 rushing yards. One thing that Louisville has struggled with as a defense over the past couple years is eliminating – the potential of quarterbacks rushing through the line of scrimmage and extending drives. So for me, I think that this becomes extremely critical because if you let Castellanos run all over the field and extend drives on third and long, because he's extremely efficient and effective at 
um, ad libbing when pressure breaks down. You know, think like Lamar when the pressure came, the plays weren't there. He would make the decision to uh, tuck the ball and run and make some plays happen. He's extremely elusive and shifty, so that's something to focus on. I think that um, you know, containing Thomas Castellanos is the third key to the game for me for the Louisville Cardinals. Um, but we're not done with the preview just yet. Talked about what's at stake for the team. Talked about the keys to the game. Now I want to talk about the two players to watch. That is quarterback Jack Plummer, linebacker TJ Quinn. We'll talk about both here momentarily after we talk about our friends over at FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets back, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the, the official partner of the NFL. Alas, heading into the final segment of the show, discussing the players to watch for the Louisville Cardinals, one offensively, one defensively. Offensively for me, it's quarterback Jack Plummer. If you've listened to the show over the past 12 months, you know that I don't like to identify the quarterback as the player to watch. I think it's lazy. I think that it is um, obvious that a quarterback is the player to watch, but it is matters to it, it, bringing context into the situation matters. I think that Jack Plummer has gotten better each and every week. I still think there's stuff that he needs to work on. Obviously um, the lack of, he needs to take care of the indecision. He needs to um, not take so long to get the ball out of his hands. I feel like he's second guessing his reads and I have been critical of Jack Plummer. I will admit it, but I also admit that he has done some very, very good things. I think he has looked better with each and every week. I think he's going to look better in week four against Boston college than he has all season long because he's getting more comfortable back in this offense. He's getting more comfortable with the teammates that he has on the field. Um, he's at home again. And I think that, um, you know, the confidence is going to continue to build. He has a great supporting cast at the skill positions that I think is going to help him out. Um, but he is a player to watch for because it's urgent that he continues to improve and improve because the schedule does get tougher after this week. Um, and I think that, you know, he is sort of hesitating on reads at times. I did like that he was able to scramble and um, extend drives with his legs. That was extremely encouraging and uh, beneficial for Louisville in week three against Indiana, but he is the offensive player to watch for, for me, for the Louisville Cardinals because of the direct impact that he has on this result. Obviously it is a team that you're supposed to beat. Obviously he's the quarterback. So you can say, well, Dalton, duh, he's a player to watch for, but I think that there's a lot of people focusing in on this performance from Plummer because not many people, I'm not going to say not many, but not everyone is sold on Jack Plummer yet, and I think he's going to have a solid performance on Saturday. So defensively speaking, you could have gone with a couple of different players here. I think um, I'm going to go with linebacker TJ Quinn. He's third on the team with 16 total tackles. He has a pass deflection and a fumble recovery. I think with a mobile quarterback like Thomas Castellanos, um, with a passing game that um, – 
is improving with Thomas, but a passing defense that is still looking to improve. I think Quinn is definitely going to be relied upon um, to really contain the Boston College offense, especially the quarterback position. I think, honestly, the entire um, Louisville linebacker core is going to be tasked with this um, objective. But I think that TJ Quinn has has started to – solidify himself as one of the leaders on this defense. Um, He's an extremely solid tackler, does a good job of not only uh, defending the run, but also dropping back in coverage as well. I think that he's going to be relied upon to contain and limit what Castellanos can do on the ground in this game against Louisville. Um, And I think that it's going to be key that the linebacker position is on the same page here and understanding their assignments and being able to spy on the quarterback and not allow him to uh, get up through the second level of the defense and essentially churn out yards and create um, opportunities to where they are extending drives. So for me, Jack Plummer and TJ Quinn are the key players to watch for the Louisville Cardinals in this one. Keys to the game, um, be more consistent, put together a solid, consistent performance across the board. Um, Establish the run on offense. I feel like if you do that, you open up the potential for the offense to reach its fullest level of success. Defensively, contain Boston College quarterback Thomas Castellanos. Force him into some uncomfortable situations. Turn quarterback pressures into sacks because quarterback pressures that almost turn into sacks, but the quarterback is able to step up, run, and get the first down, it doesn't matter. Um, so that's something to focus on, and obviously what's at stake, we'll, we'll getting to 4-0 and putting themselves into a very good situation ahead of a very interesting slate in the schedule. So that's going to wrap up this preview episode of the show. If you're going to the game, have fun, be safe. Um, if you're not going to the game, obviously cheer your heart out, be safe. Um, but to find the show on all streaming services, be sure to stay tuned to this graphic. You can find the Locked On Global podcast free and available wherever you get your podcasts.